Good morning, man. And no, well, what do you call this? It's 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 right the stroke stroke of noon, baby. The stroke of noon is that is that morning or or I guess it's technically it's one minute afternoon, so it's right good right. afternoon. And uh, welcome to the parking lot. This is <laughs> <laughs> it's episode sixty nine, baby. <laughs> I fucking love it. And I, the first thing is a shout out to our buddy Stan. That's his character name. I forget the guy's actor's name. I'm sorry, dude. From uh from the what is it the beer league the uh, the Ramsey Downholders. Remember him? Yeah. He's fucking awesome. He, in fact, at one point he said he wanted to come and, and join us on the on the uh, on the Boston trip, and I was like, dude, that would be ridiculous. That would be cool, but it, it did not come to fruition. But I do want to eventually reach out to the individuals of those guys and, and, and kind of hear each of their stories, maybe as, as we go along. We'll see. But uh, it is the uh, like I said, episode number sixty nine. <laughs> you can't even say with a straight face. It's awesome. There are two dudes, and uh, I think I'd heard of one of them. I hadn't heard of the other one, but it's uh, Andrew Desjardins. Yep. And then he played for the uh, San Jose Sharks when he wore number 69. Had 400 games, plus or minus 408 games in the NHL. Uh, I think he had like 60, 64 points, 23 goals. And he won a cup with the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Second guy I never even heard of. But, you know, you know this guy is awesome. And we should probably – we should seriously try to track the dude down somehow. That would be hilarious. That would be fucking <laughs> awesome. So if any of you guys – any 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 of you guys at all even have the uh, a sniff of this guy, his name is Melvin Angelstad. I mean, that name is just funny. So <laughs> if, you, if you if you rock the number 69 for two, uh, for two games with the Capitals, you're my best buddy. So uh, I, I like it. So, again, episode 69, as always, <laughs> talk with Tom McLean. And I play beer league hockey. This is Jeremy Puckett. And I play Billy Cocky. How are you feeling this morning, bud? Feeling right, baby boy. You good? Good to go. <laughs> feeling right. <laughs> so we have a we have a co- kind of a cool guest. We've been playing a we've been playing a little bit. Uh, what do you call it? A little, I mean, here, there, like, like okay, <laughs> no, like, oh, this week now, I'm not feeling good. So we finally got him to come on the show, and 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 uh, we'll talk. We'll introduce him here in a little bit, but um. Let's just do a real quick and dirty recap. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot, but I will say the parking lot was uh was was pretty good. Sunday was a uh, damn, it was a little shitty, dude. It was <laughs> they <laughs> we love Tony, but yeah. uh Tony is very um he's very keen and clued in on the records of the teams. <laughs> and apparently the white team has been doing maybe a little bit a skosh better than the other team, and I think that we had been undefeated and we only had one tie. So Tony was hell bent to change that. So <laughs> we got out there. We looked at Brian Owens. We looked at uh, Lorenzo and Norm and and Pat and who? Oh, uh, um, Kenny played second line. Dave, my oh. buddy Dave was up out there. But uh, dude, it was like an onslaught. I will say that our first line, uh, we may have been even. I don't know. It was it was it was a close game. I thought we played. You know, it was it was a give or take back and forth kind of game, but. I think we got a worn down a little bit, you know, throughout the game. What was it a final like six two or something like that? Yeah, something, something like that. Something you, in that neighborhood. You were on the other team. I was. 
So uh, you rocked rocked it to a victory, and we had uh, Jimmy. Jimmy was a uh, he was trying he was trying to get at, get after it, man. He was making all these old like nineteen seventies <laughs> like like dive saves. What do you call those? Like a two pad stack kind of thing. Stack like he up. was he was like jumping at the puck. I was like, damn, dude, that was that was awesome. I also wanted to check and make sure he didn't pull a hip out of socket, but uh, we'll, you know we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Jimmy. Poor Jimmy. <laughs> Poor Jimmy. Um, I think I may have played the. I played the second game after that. I I went. And I, I got a little forward time, and uh, I'm trying. I'm telling you, man. I've been trying to play as much hockey as possible because I'm trying to lose a little weight. I got yeah. on the scale today, so you know we we and it been like a little bit of a backup or a little bit of a forward, but a backup. We did a uh, an Instagram video that my buddy Jeremy is is being the uh, manager of the Instagram thing, and it's dope. So we uh, <laughs> it's kind of a funny video. It was on on Tuesday, yeah. and uh, you know he's been training for his 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 strongman competition coming up here. What is it? Is it April or yeah, that first weekend in April? It's in Punta Gorda. So you fucking pigeons are coming. We're gonna get a big ass contingent and cheer his ass on because we want him to win this bad boy. So he's been in there training with the heavyweights, and uh, I thought it would be kind of cool if we did a little video of him doing some bench press. So we know at least Jeremy Puckett can bench press 235.8 <laughs> pounds four or five times. I got on the scale today. My older son put a put a, like one of those sticky notes on on the scale. It's called the little square of shame. It's hilarious. <laughs> I hate that fucking thing. It's in my it's in my uh, in my closet. Like buried under the clothes, I could see it in there, creeping, and staring at me. It's like, come on, motherfucker, come on, fat boy, come on, get on scale, let's go. I bet you can't break me. <laughs> so I hopped on that motherfucker, two thirty-five point eight this morning. Damn, that's heavy. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta lose a little weight, man. I'm gonna try to get down to a reasonable goal of maybe two twenty by the tournament. You think I can? Dude, do that'd it? be awesome. That would be uh, fantastic. I think you can do it. I, I just gotta do it. And uh, I've been like, I, I honestly have been starving myself. It fucking sucks, man. Uh. On Tuesday night, it was kind of funny. Before the, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was before or after our little video, <laughs> I was sitting there. I, I, I saw um, Andreas come in, our favorite. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, and I was like, I forget. What he said. We were talking about the weather. He goes, man. He goes, because I'm finally happy that it, the uh, the coldness broke. Because I was getting tired of the cold. I mean, I, you know, everybody moves here for the for the warmth. And I'm like, dude, I've been here my whole life, <laughs> and I'm tired of being fucking hot. And he goes. He kind of looked at me. He goes, "Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> this was so bad. <laughs> if you lost a little, <laughs> I was like, fuck. Tom so got fat shamed. I got a little fat shamed. It was all good though, but it was kind of funny. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm trying. I'm working. I'm working. I am actually physically have made the decision to lose weight. So I, I'll I'll, uh, I'll do it, and uh, we'll we'll track it, track it on the uh, on the episodes, and uh, I'll do my way in and. Hopefully it's not a weigh-in of shame on the little square of shame. So <laughs> Tuesday night's game was, uh, I think I think we got beat down. No, Tuesday night was bad, if I remember right. Did, you, were you? Were you? Tuesday, my go- Tuesday night was. Fuck sakes, dude! Issues. I mean, I thought I didn't. I mean, I was I was checking my equipment to make sure it was mine because uh, <laughs> I was not comfortable out there, dude. It was it was awful. Was I'm not rough. screaming the big f bombs like just can't make a pass, can't catch a pass, can't do anything. We just got. We got shut down in beer league drop in, fucking what five zero six zero. I think God it was five damn. zero. Fucking five shout zero. out to the other team because they fucking put it on us. And I will say this: I mean, I love you, Jeremy. I do. The other goalie, Drew, was on fire. That's probably the best I've ever seen that motherfucker play. Every time I'm out there with him, it, it's I feel like it's my fault that we uh, <laughs> we get beat. But 
that bitch was on fire, dude. Don't you think so? Uh, some of it's also that you guys just continue to shoot pucks into goalies. We didn't that. get a shot on net know, until the bad. second period. It was so bad. So, the, but I will say the ones that he did, we did shoot did, at him, he, he got day. in the way. And you know that was the difference. Like a lot of times he like tries a little too hard, like to make try to make a move. I'm like, just stay back and let us hit you. Nine <laughs> times out of ten, we're gonna hit right in the middle of your chest, and you're good. And he, uh, but the big thing was he wasn't giving up any fucking rebounds. Not one rebound did that dude yeah, give up. That's a game changer. <clears throat> I don't know. I tried to make a play to, I forget who it was. Uh, maybe it was a uh, Rick or somebody. And he, Rick had moved behind the net, like you know, in in the Gretzky office. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm just gonna try to, you know, give a little saucer pass across the, you know, across the crease to Rick in the, uh, you know, in, in in his office. That motherfucker reached out and snagged it. <laughs> I'm like, this game is fucking over, dude. <laughs> and then uh, Craig had a had a chance. I mean, an oh, open yeah. net oh, and pumped yeah. it into the side of the guy's pad. And I skated right to Woody, and I was like, yeah, we ain't winning this one, dude. No chance. <laughs> it was. It was so bad. He was so far out of the net. Like, he had to turn to put the puck That's what I'm saying. Bag. I'm like, what the fuck? Nah, we love Craig. Um, right. So, and we'll get to him in a little bit. Um, let's see. I don't want to talk about that game. That fucking sucked. I will say we... Um, we got a we got a couple pictures for the Instagram feed for you know, the tape ball. We're, yeah. we're monitoring the progress of tape ball. Tape ball's <laughs> getting heavier. Hopefully, Taco Tom is going to get lighter. So we'll see how that works. Um, what else? Uh, Thursday. Thursday. Thursday night was good. Yeah. And I will say, I don't know if it's if I've been like I think it's because I'm playing the two games on Sunday, and I'm re- I, I honestly I'm really trying hard to play. As as hard as I possibly can. Now, if I looked at a video of it, I'd probably be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but I am trying to trying hard to skate and, and make moves and be a little bit more, uh, what do you call, it, individualistic and, and shoot the puck because it helps me lose weight. Yeah. So uh, by by the time Thursday rolls, about eight thirty after that third um, that third meal, I'm fucking tired, man. <laughs> I mean, I was worn out on Thursday. We finally made it to the game, and I will say we won. It was a good game. We we, get, we, um, we played against Shitty Dicks. Yes. And uh, they, they, I mean, I, I think it's a pretty, a, a fairly evenly matched always. game. I think always, you know, always. always, that team always shows up. I mean, and and, and like, I feel like there's fucking zero space out there yeah. fighting for every inch of the ice. I was actually battling with Todd that night. I had, I had the, uh, I drew the short <laughs> straw and had to cover his ass. And, well, not really cover. It was just hope that he didn't put the puck in the net <laughs> or beat me too badly. The one time was hilarious. The two you pinned him up against the boards pretty good, and he was trying to fish you over. Oh, he, he got me down, dude. I was like, I was so tired at the end of that shot. I just fell. I was like, fuck it, I'm going down, dude. I got to make it at least look like I tried hard. <laughs> but yeah, at the end, right for the last two minutes, we were up by a goal. I think we was up by a goal or two goals. We scored. We scored a yeah. an empty net late. But all right, so we were up by a goal. So we had like two minutes or three minutes to go, and it's it's always the fucking faceoffs are in our end. We're like, oh <sighs> Jesus, I'm out there with the boys, and you know, and and all you're trying to do honestly is just get something on the puck and get it the fuck out. And I remember battling with him. I mean, dude, he is <laughs> relentless, and and it's and, and and you think you got it, you ain't got it. it, it uh, but anyway, we we prevailed, and uh, I think. Um, uh, Jamie scored an empty netter yeah, four to two. Took it, took it up. We went two and one in that uh, our first monthly contest in Thursday night beer league, and then we had to, we made it to the parking lot. Oh. <laughs> and I will say this: me and uh, Eric both were very cognizant of the fact <laughs> of when motherfuckers were leaving. <laughs> and I was never gonna, I was not gonna be the last motherfucker leaving. <laughs> Learned so, your lesson, eh? But I will say, if you don't eat very much during the day, dude. Four or five of those fucking uh, those local brew beers, man. They will twist you. And, had, and one of those Vikings showed up out of nowhere too. 
you drank it. I didn't. I mean, I, I will say I, I felt a little bit bad about leaving it, but I'm like, it, it tasted bad enough that it probably be okay <laughs> if you left it in the cooler. But it doesn't. It doesn't get too hot. Ooh. And uh, anyway, so I, I iced them all down. We had some Yingling. Our, our buddy uh, Brent dropped us some Yinglings. I got. It was local beer night. So yep. again, I I text um, J- um, Jamie outside because he always likes to fuck with me about. Uh, the uh, the country beer because every time he picks a country that there ain't no motherfucking beer for he does it on purpose I'm I'm convinced of it so uh, we I text him separately and we would we did local and he wanted me to just to go to like the Publix and buy local I'm like well there's only I mean they're not really local they they look local they're local to the other places but that ain't that <laughs> that ain't local so uh, I actually went to Publix and got some Fort Myers Brewery yeah. High Five which is very not High Five um Gateway Gold, Gateway Gold which is really good and then uh, I went to uh, what's it called um, Coastal Days, and I got the individuals. My goodness, man. They're good. They're very oh, good. Geez. It was 30 fucking dollars. Oh, they ain't that good. For eight beers. Oh. I mean, now, listen. I like. I love the way they taste, and I, and I don't have a problem supporting the local guys, but uh, ouch. <laughs> so, uh, but we, we had some good, I think we had some pretty good conversation in the, yeah. uh, in the parking lot. I will say the, uh, the Shitty Dicks introduced their new sweaters. Did you see the new sweaters? I did. I did. How fucking funny were those? D- describe this. Describe what was your first thought. <laughs> Seriously. I'm gonna, well, I'll tell you what my, mine was. The first thought was Tom running to me saying, what does this look like? And I couldn't tell what it was. <laughs> but uh, it's a big, huge logo on the front of a, what appears to be a old tortoise-looking turtle, right? I don't think it looks like a tortoise at all. I think it looks like a turtle, but it's got like kind of a beach scene on yeah. it. And the turtle is kind of like, you can't really see the shell, but you can see his head. So you just see a. Yeah, the neck and the head. And just, then, just a head of a turtle, which would be which a. Which would be. <laughs> turtle yeah, head. A turtle head. <laughs> <laughs> so. And then a bloody stick. And then it has stick. And, and, <laughs> and so it kind of covers both. It's, it's the shitty dicks. <laughs> if you can kind of envision the blood is brown, and it's turtle heads, <laughs> but they, but I will say they are legit looking sweaters. Yeah, they and, turned out nice. And after you know, after five or six beers, you start getting some courage, and you're like, Jeremy, we got to do, we got to get jerseys for 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 the team, dude. And he's like, Listen, <laughs> now maybe <laughs> if we get, get maybe get a sponsor or two, <laughs> and uh, yeah. they don't have to uh, cover the costs on your own. We could probably think about that, and I was like, "Oh, you always like to bring me down to earth." But no, we uh, we got to think about doing a um, the parking lot hockey club TPLHC. Yep. So we're just gonna today is gonna be the the first day of the TPLHC, and officially, officially, officially. So we haven't really we haven't really nailed down a roster or <laughs> or a, a mantra or anything, but maybe we have a logo. But uh, we're gonna start working on that, and maybe we'll end up having the uh, the the team be converted to the uh, the TPL Hockey Club. We'll see. Um, I'm sure Jamie and, and Baker will probably have a lot to say about that, but we'll see what we can do. And uh, what else? I mean, anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? Any any news? Any news? Talk about your your no your news. your event uh, today that yeah, is going down. We're parading. We did our first parade uh, last Sunday, Children's Parade downtown. And how'd it go? It was good. Vehicle stayed intact. That's all that matters. Sixty-five foot long float we have. What, what were some of like? What was the review like? What was the uh, how we, how so well the, were you received? Well, always those kids are always well received as we walk down the road. But uh, did you get some videos? Uh, Ash probably has some videos. I'd have to look. Pull, to post a couple on Instagram. Come on. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, the theme is the '80s. So we turned. We have a. Ford F two fifty F three fifty flatbed truck that pulls a mobile home frame. Okay, and the truck we covered 
completely, so you don't even know there's a truck there, and it's a boom box with speakers and stuff. It looks really cool. And then the float itself is just bright colors, Rubik's Cubes, all this 80s stuff. Ah. I, uh, remember, I, I remember the 80s vaguely. That was good times. <clears throat> good times in the 80s. I grew up in that. That was my high school years. It was uh, 82 through 85, so uh, <laughs> early to mid-80s. And then 85 through 90 at uh, University of Florida and Auburn. So my whole formative years were 100% in the 80s. So, And do you miss them? I do, man. I look at some of the pictures and go, fuck, dude. <laughs> and I'm, I'm thinking, am I the guy that ate that guy? Because, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, man. I, I, have, I have a bunch of pictures of, uh, of when my wife and I got married. And we got married in 2000. So uh, that's, you know, 20, 15, 20 years after the uh, 80s, 90s. And I still had the, the the almost useful look. And I look at it, I'm like, that don't even look like the same person, man. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like, fuck it. That's what a double chin and, the, and saggy skin will do to you, man. Fucking Father Time is a bastard. So uh, uh, The equalizer. He is the equalizer. So, all right, that was the parade for last weekend. But you guys are doing another one tonight, yeah, right? Yeah, tonight's the, the actual night parade. So, huge event for the Fort Myers area. There'll be people all over the place. And... It's kind of cool because you have to get all of them lit up, and so it now, looks really cool. Are you walking beside the thing tonight yeah, too? Yeah, I walk in front of it. And you are you wearing your costume? Yeah, Hulk Hogan will be there. You didn't talk about the costume, man. That's Come the on. best part, right? It, it's it's hilarious, and we are gonna. I have that picture. <laughs> Ash posted the picture of that, so I snagged it. And we uh oh, oh I know what I don't want to talk about. Uh oh, <laughs> we. I have some awesome friends from Boston. <laughs> <laughs> and they are fucking hilarious. I, I wish that I could post pictures of these guys but, or of some of the com- the things, but we just can't. And some of the commentary is hilarious. So I've got, I think i got two or three strings. So uh, I have one with Utera and, and Cookie and, and Dan and you and me. Yep. That fucking text string <laughs> is priceless. Utera is, is just a ball buster. I, I oh. love that guy. Oh, he was busting me. <laughs> he puts up a picture of a fucking, like, he goes, ah, I got a fucking fruit smoothie or some kind of coffee <laughs> shit. <laughs> so he's got a picture of it. Of course, me being a dickhead, I got to go, oh, that's a nice lipstick on the fucking straw. And as soon as I send it, I'm like, oh, I just fucking signed. <laughs> sign my own death warrant. God damn it. He goes, yeah, it's fuck, that's your fucking wife's favorite shade. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even notice her leaving. <laughs> she goes, he goes, she's got a fucking secret, uh, secret uh, room in there. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Oh, this is in the middle of the day. And then <laughs> the funniest one of all time, <laughs> I get this post, and I think this is a separate, I think this is the one that's Cookie and, and Wessinger and you and me. And, and it's just this one text. It's uh, the goons back on the ice. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be awesome. So I just see the text pop up. You know, you see the words of it. They didn't show the pictures. <laughs> Fucking picture. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Gotcha. Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm like, oh, I forget. What was my, what was my first response? You can't know? unsee that. Oh, yeah, you can't, you can't unsee that. And, and Jerry's like, Tom likes that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hilarious, man. Oh. All right. I don't have anything else unless you do. Nope, All right. Well, hey, we're back. And we have a fantastic, cool guest to, to introduce today. Gary Sabo, introduce us or introduce yourself to us. Sorry about that. Hey, guys. My name is Gary Sabo, and I made a fortune developing an app where I could track how slow I skate when I play beer league hockey. 
Perfect, perfect. <laughs> All right, man. We have we have uh, gone back and forth with you quite a bit to try to get you on. So at long last, we finally have you. And uh, right, uh, and and I will say, Jeremy did all the legwork. And I, I want to say you guys met through his Instagram or yeah. okay, yep, through Instagram. So I know we we do a little stalking from time to time. So thank you very much for coming <laughs> on. <laughs> but uh, your claim to fame Absolutely. is this is it's the hockey tracker app, right? Yeah, um, that that. That's kind of my my one of my main apps, and then I just I have another app called Athletic. We could talk about later, but it, basically like two or three uh, apps. All right, major cool. apps. We'll get into that, but we'll, we like to start the show off with our, our our typical standards, and then we branch out into the uh, the meat and potatoes of it. So first things first, where are you from? And uh, tell us a little bit about growing up there and uh, what makes it famous. Sure, uh, I grew up about an hour south of Pittsburgh. Um, actually live in the city of Pittsburgh now, but grew up an hour South. Um, so as an eighties baby, uh, hockey in Pittsburgh, wasn't that, that super popular in like the mid eighties until they drafted Mario Lemieux, as you guys know. Um, and suddenly overnight Pittsburgh became a hockey town. Um, and I think that's what, um, I can remember, you know, my dad telling me, Hey, watch this guy 66. He's the best player uh, on the Penn's team. And so that's what I did. I was just watching and I was just completely enamored. And I think I grabbed my mom's um, uh, like vacuum uh, pipe that goes to the vacuum and started <laughs> hitting a te- tennis ball around. Um, and I think at that point, my parents were like, hey, we should, you know, we should see if he, you know, if he wants to learn to skate. And um, at this, at the local rink, which now in Pittsburgh, there's rinks everywhere. But at the time, it was about half an hour, 40 minutes away. Um, it was actually sponsored, I think, by Mary Lemieux. It's called Learn to Play Hockey on Monday Nights. And um, I started going to that, and, um, you know, that that planted the bug. So that was, that was my first time on skates. Okay. And you were how old? I Probably about seven or eight. Okay. I think I, I didn't start playing organized hockey until uh, I was a squirt. So what's that, 10? And so then that's next spot for us is the organized hockey. Tell us a little bit about uh, getting your start there and how, how far did you go? Yeah, sure. I played, um, I guess it would be eight or nine years um, in the PAHL, Pittsburgh Amateur Hockey League. Um, the team was Mon Valley Thunder. Um, my school, unfortunately, my high school did not have uh, a hockey program. So I always played in this amateur hockey league and um, we would travel like the silver sticks or like Niagara falls, or um, we would have maybe two or three travel tournaments a year. But for the most part, it was just uh, around Pittsburgh as far north as like an hour north of the city. And as far south as like uh, Morgantown. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, I was, I was a goalie, which uh, kind of explains the end of my, uh, hockey career because <laughs> I ended up being five seven. So had I known, uh, you know, when I was ten, and I started being a goalie. That that's the that's all the height I would I would reach. I probably should have skated out and would have played ho- hockey a lot longer. But um, so it was kind of funny because you know I would always be on the team with another goalie who was like six feet tall and and he'd just kind of stand there, uh, and then I would make like these you know saves diving all over the place like Hassock but like everybody loved you know so I was like the crowd pleasing goalie <laughs> but you know if you're looking for a consistency you want the you know the bigger guy yeah. so that's great. yeah I played until um my senior year of high school is um and I, I did have an opportunity to play 
Um, at the time, Penn, I went to Penn State. They didn't have their programs they have now. They had club hockey. Um, but for whatever reason, I just I got into uh, club baseball and um, I played a lot of like intramural uh, flag football and stuff like that. And just got away from hockey and and strangely didn't even skate on the ice until uh, I was 34. Wow. <laughs> let's let's go back to that the intramural stuff, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I did the intramural stuff at University of Florida, like for flag football and basketball. And I remember some of those games were just nasty. Yeah. I mean, we've the, every football game would end up in a fight. And I think the basketball, oh, yeah. same thing with the basketball. I went through the five fouls like pretty quickly, first first period or quarter or whatever it is. So tell me about the, uh, the playing, uh, you know, some of the intramurals at Penn State. I got to hear it. <clears throat> yeah, it was intense. And, it, and probably the same thing as Florida. I mean, at, at a university of that size, they were so well run. Uh, like our club baseball, it, it almost felt like you're in the minor leagues or something. You know, we had uniforms and stuff like that. Um, the the football too, it was the same thing. Like it was, you know, quote unquote, non-contact by football, but um, there are definitely some, you know, some fights. Uh, I remember I was, I was our quarterback again, five, seven, but <laughs> pretty good athlete. But, um, and I think somebody took like a cheap shot and um, a bunch of my friends like attacked him. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> well done. <laughs> oh, man. So, all right. One of the other questions. We, we met a lot of guys from um, <clears throat> from Boston, and we've asked similar questions. Like when Bobby Orr came to the uh, to the Bruins, I mean, it, it sparked an explosion of hockey rinks and, and the love of hockey in Boston. Was So you mentioned it kind of with Mario Lemieux, but did that same kind of thing happen in, in Pittsburgh? Did they build a lot of rinks at that time and really get an explosion of youth into the game? Yeah, I think that exact same thing happened here. Um, like I said, it was, it was it started with Mario in like you know the late '80s, but then you know winning those cups was the '91, '92. I mean, Pittsburgh just became a hockey city overnight. Um, the rinks started going up everywhere, and then you had this generation of you know, and I think I was probably that generation. I think R.J. Umberg is probably like the most famous uh, Pittsburgher that came out of that generation. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, it, it went from maybe two or three rinks around the city to like, you know, 20 or 30. That's, that's awesome. So, and, and how old were you when, uh, when that was going down, like the 91, 92 seasons with Yager and, uh, and, and Mario? I was, uh, 11 and 12, I was born in 80, so I was 11 or 12. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and you're right. It just kept <clears throat> perpetuating because it was Mario, it was Yager. Uh, I remember the all-star game came here, which was incredible. Uh, I didn't go, but it was still um, just having it here. Um, and then obviously, you know, with Sydney and Malkin now, um, you know, Pittsburgh has to be one of the best hockey cities, um, even though it's not an original six team. What are your our last, uh, our last episode was number 68 and we kind of like do a little montage for the, uh, the episode number. So we called it the, the, uh, the Yarmir Yager, uh, oh, episode. Yeah. so what, what are your memories? of I got to watch him play for the Panthers. He was just absolutely amazing. Even, you know, probably close to being 40 years old when he, when he, when he played here, but he was just so good. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, even when I, you know, I'm 41 now, um, but you know, when I was, in my late thirties and started playing again, he was kind of a role model because you know, he was like 10 years older than me and he was still in the NHL. And I was like, well, if he could do it, I could play in beer league. But um, <laughs> you, you, I think you have to start with the hair, right? The oh, hair is fantastic. Yes. Um, how would you, yeah, describe, how would you it, describe that hair? The back in the nineties one. <laughs> yeah. It looked like a little pom pom up top. It like real part. It was, it was party in the front and party in the back. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say. Kind of a, um, 
like a good mullet, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was like a mullet um, and a perm at the same time. It was really permed up. How would you how would you do it with a permalet? <laughs> yeah, he, he should have got the. They had shoulders commercials. To tell him I <laughs> oh man, I remember he had a. Um, it's a long time ago. It was on the ESPN commercials where he's doing a couple of his moves. You remember that by any chance? Oh shit, we lost him. Hey, you there? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, sorry about me. that. All that excitement. I think Mario, Mario, or Mario Lemieux and, and Yaramir Yager were tapping the, the the telephone wire, so they had enough of that. <laughs> where do we Where do we cut out? I'm sorry. Oh, we we're talking. Well, about- I was one. I did get to see uh, Yager score a hat trick like later in his career, um, in person, which was definitely a highlight of my my hockey viewing uh, history. It, those guys, I mean, now I will say I have a I have a, a, a fond memory, which probably will not be a very fond memory for, for you, but uh, it was in 95, 96, and the uh, Florida Panthers were three years old and went on a run to the uh, Stanley Cup Finals, and they actually had to go through Pittsburgh. And I actually remember watching that series, and, and I remember watching Mario and, and Yager, and I'm, and I'm thinking there is no way that we are ever going to beat these guys. It's it's right. unbelievable, and and – Somehow they prevailed and, and grinded the way through the uh, the series, but it was just it was it was I remember it being a very good series. It was hotly contested. So do you remember that one? Vaguely, vaguely, but um, but yeah, he I mean he was just so fun to watch. I mean, um, like I said, just so so fortunate to be at you know at my age, um, being able to see all these great players that we've had in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I love hearing the stories of how the programs. And the areas just explode because of one guy coming in. Um, so cool to hear Pittsburgh same way. I want to talk uh, goalie to goalie. What uh, what made you decide to start playing goal? It's you know it's funny. I think just <clears throat> if, if you know I was nine years old or something like that, and I think just seeing like the equipment. Um, we we used to play. I think before I played, you know, um, before. I, you know, started playing on teams and stuff like that. We would play mini hockey, my friends and I, and, um, you know, we'd like shoot on each other in the halls. And I always had like, you know, quick reactions and um, seemed to be like decent, you know, decent at it. So I think that's what got me into it. But just the equipment looks so cool. Yeah. You know, back then you, you didn't have the masks of today. You had, it was kind of, it was coming out of that old Jason mask era. And it was kind of like, um, what, like the Mike Vernon, do you remember yeah, the, yeah. you know, the, the Cooper helmet with yep. the, the, uh, cage. the cage with the eyes. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had no desire to play in one of those helmets whatsoever. So going back to some of the, the earlier time, one of the, the things that we like to get into are like the, the, like your experiences other than just, you know, playing the game of hockey. So talk to us about some of like, maybe some of the games or the coaches, some of the uh, you know some of your players who were the who were the glue guys when you were growing up you know remember you know that gave you the fond memories of of playing hockey. Yeah, it's funny. It's it's been so long ago, but a couple things come to mind. I remember we had this really good player with uh, a huge slap shot, and um, he was he was like our age, but you know I think we were all like uh, you know five feet tall. Um, something like that and he was like six two (laughs) and uh and he had this huge slap shot and before every game uh during warm-ups he would shoot you know he would hit this hard-ass slap shot against me and my dad would like flip out (laughs) he's like why are you trying to injure your goalie i was the only goalie at the time we didn't have like a backup like why are you trying to injure your goalie before the game 
Um, and I think one time he like knocked the piece off my helmet during a warm up. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Another funny thing I think is again, you know, I didn't have a high school or anything like that. So my, my only experience was in this Pittsburgh amateur hockey league. And when you walk in the rink that I played at, it's, it's a Ross Raver here, um, which is about 40 minutes east of the city, Southeast. Uh, it was actually won that contest from Kraft where they, they renovate it. Oh, okay, cool. Um, like five years ago or so. And if you walk in there, it's like many hockey rinks, right? You, you have the banners of, you know, the teams that play there and w- whether you won, um, you know, the, in our league would be the PHL championship, you know, and it would say like, you know, uh, you know, squirts, bantams, midgets, you know, single A, double A, triple A. So, I actually only got to the to get the PHL champ, championship once, and uh, um, and I knew that. And even as a kid, I, I was probably like I don't know, fourteen at the time. But I was like, wow, if this is going to be, this is going to immortalize me because you know, I'm <laughs> my name's going to be up on the banner. If we win, my name's going to be in that banner, and I could like take my kids in there and, and point to it. And uh, and I thought that it's funny. I was you know, you know, would think that as a kid. But uh, we lost when we got dominated. <laughs> my, my name, my name never made it to that band. <laughs> but I gotta go look at the other team. But you take your kid it. and you <laughs> say, "We almost had a banner right there." We almost, yeah, yeah. Oh man! Another so- funny story about that: we had a, a really nice coach I really liked, and um, again, we're probably like thirteen, fourteen, and uh, he said, "Guys, I got a, I got a pregame uh, pump-up song." So he turned on the radio, and it was Queen, "We Will Rock You." And then he said, guys, when we come back in the locker room, I have another song. <laughs> and he, he was referring to We Are the Champions, which we never got to hear. <laughs> that, that, is, that is awesome. <laughs> so that was, you said that was like, like the, like a, what'd you call it? Like an amateur hockey league? Yeah, like, um, like most high schools in Pittsburgh, I would say, especially now have hockey, but at the time they didn't. And because I live kind of further south and there wasn't a rink nearby, um, we didn't have a hockey program. So it's kind of like the hockey equivalent to like, you know, little league or um, I got Tony you. baseball, something like that. Yeah. We call it like house or, or, or travel. All right. So, okay. Now yeah. you said you, you didn't, did you not play hockey in, in college? Did you play any like, like club or anything or, or no? No, I mean, I, I, <laughs> to put it in perspective, okay, I last was on the ice when I was 18. Okay. And then around 33, 34, uh, I said, well, I'm, you know, I want to get back into it. I'm going to play again. And, you know, I went to Dick's and bought like an old pair of skates and um, went to, at the time I was living in um, Deep Creek, Maryland, which is like 45 minutes east of Morgantown. So I went to their rink and for like a public skate. And I wouldn't say I fell, but I was just, I was not a good skater whatsoever. So, you know, you it say wasn't like a little bicycle. wobbly. <laughs> a little wobbly. Little wobbly. Yeah, <laughs> so over the course of that, how many years, uh, yeah, I completely lost, you know, the ability to skate. Um, and it came back quickly. Well, so. do, do you remember, like, what, what were you thinking that, that wanted you, or made you want to get back out on the ice? It sounds like like a 15-year hiatus. Like, what was, uh, what was going through your mind? You know, life just, you know, went to college, um, like I said, didn't play then. And then I went to law school uh, and then started like a legal career and then um, actually got really into snowboarding, which brought me to this uh, mountain town that I lived in called Deep Creek, Maryland for 14 years. 
Uh, and I mean, I was really into snowboarding. I, I taught, um, gave lessons and taught a snowboarding team. Um, and I'm not sure what it was. I mean, I was playing other sports at the time, but I, I knew I wanted to get back into it. I mean, I was always, I always still watched hockey and loved it, you know, root for the Pens and everything, went to Pens games. Um, so I don't know what, what it was exactly. I'm, I'm always interested in like the kind of the workout aspect of, of hockey. Um, as you guys know, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty good workout and I'm not like a runner or anything like that, which I think is like incredibly boring. So I was like sports where, you know, you, you play hockey for an hour and you, you got a good workout in, but it didn't feel like it, you know, it was, it was fine. Um, so I think that's what, you know, motivated, motivated me to get back into it. Yeah. I'm uh, not much into the, uh, <laughs> the workouts. So you could, you could probably check me out and if you saw a picture, be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, but, but it, 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 all right. So it sounds like you went to law school. So we have another, another of our, our, our guests from previous time that we'll have to mention Jimmy Ward, who is also yeah. a counselor. So uh, talk to us about the, the whole law school thing, man. That that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't do it now. I'm a, uh, an, an iOS developer full time and, people were always shocked that, you know, why would a lawyer turn iOS developer? But what I always tell people is, you know, I went to law school from 2002 to 2005, the iPhone came out in 2007. So like mobile development wasn't a thing when I was in school. Um, if it was like right now, I would probably, you know, gravitate toward, toward computer science or something like that. But at the time, I think computer science just meant web development. It wasn't, you know, as kind of attractive a, a you know, career as it is now. Um, and, and yeah, for, for whatever reason, in, in high school, I, I either wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer. And um, the show ER was very popular then. And um, these guys would get like, you know, paged in the middle of the night to come in for surgery. And I was like, I can't do that. I want to work like nine to five. <laughs> yeah, they, they that was paid literally no lawyer. the extent of the thought that I put in to, you know, wanted to go to law school. Fair, so, fair um, enough, man. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't have any lawyers in my family or anything like that. So, um, they probably would have talked me out of it, but no, it was, it, it, I, I did real estate law. Um, I would say, you know, a lot of the ways they teach you to think in law school helped me as a programmer, you know, the way to break down problems and, um, the way to be analytical. So I don't regret going, um, it was worthwhile. That's cool. So the, uh, return to hockey, tell us a little bit about that league that you came out to. Yeah, so I, I, after I would say maybe three public skates, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm ready to play. And uh, it, was, it was down at this uh, really great group of guys in uh, Morgantown, um, WVU area. Um, a lot of the, the, the players um, would also, you know, there's, I played a lot of pickups down there and stuff like that. But um, they did have a, a quote-unquote tryout, which I was, uh, I was really nervous about. I bought really cheap equipment because uh, I didn't really know, you know, if I was going to do this or not. So I went down to this tryout and uh, I mean, I wasn't falling all over the place, but I wasn't great either. But, uh, you know, I kind of held my own um, and, you know, made the team because um, they have they have an A-League and a B-League, um, which, uh, you know, here in Pittsburgh, like the A-League is former NHL players. But like the A-League down there was just kind of like, you know, kind of advanced beer league. Gotcha. Um, but uh, so I started out in the B, the B league and um, yeah, I mean, I, I loved it. Um, you know, started playing three or four days a week and, you know, got pretty, a lot better quicker just because of how much time I was, you know, on the ice. And you moved up to forward or defense from goal. 
Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I yeah, I, I haven't played goal since <laughs> my last game when I was 18. Um, I I told my I mean I would like to put on the pads one day. I think it would be it would be fun, but uh, no. At this point, I just wanted to because um, uh, I, I I skated out a little bit uh, when we would have uh, on a couple teams I was on when I was younger. If we had a um, I really appreciate this in retrospect, but uh, you know if I was a backup goalie, my coach would let me skate out. Um, which not all coaches did. Other times, you know, you, you had to get up six in the morning and drive two hours and sit on the bench. <laughs> so, Lovely, um, yeah, yeah. But I haven't picked up the pads again. Um, haven't needed to. Uh, but yeah, I've just mostly been playing like wing, center wing. Was that an odd transition to come out of net? Well, I guess you said you played a little bit, but coming into the beer league, I almost think it'd be well, better yeah, but- having the break and just going in. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is uh, with the time in between, you know, I kind of had to relearn the sport no matter what. Um, Goalie probably would have been easier, you know, (laughs) there's not not as much skating. Although I used to go to hockey camp and and, uh, the coach's camp would always say the goalie has to be the best skater on the ice. And I used to think, wait, seriously, like like Patrick was a better skater than Yarmir Yager. Yeah, (laughs) it's like... (laughs) Maybe maybe the best athlete on the ice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Because <laughs> you got to be able to do like, some crazy <laughs> stuff with your body and get. Yeah, I understand that. So yeah. well, let me ask you this: w- Which one do you like better, honestly? I love skating out. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, goalie was cool. I think the, I, the thing I liked about being a goalie was like if you did a good job, you could control the game. You know, it was either. I mean, if you if you if you shut the other team out, the worst you can do is tie. Um, <laughs> So like that control of being a goalie was cool, but um, yeah, definitely it, it's more fun. I think you know to to score and um, you know be a be a forward. Were, were you a loud goalie? Did you chirp guys? Uh no, my dad did. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear like, let's hear some of them. Know, Do you remember like, anything? Like, well, you can just imagine like. Uh, you know, uh, I would cover the puck and the whistle would blow and then somebody comes in and, you know, jabs their stick like two seconds after the whistle, right? I would <laughs> he'd flip out at that. Okay. Um, one time I went, I remember going behind the uh, the net to play a puck and somebody just like leveled me. <laughs> and um, yeah, no, I was, I was pretty passive. I'm not, not like the loud, the loud type. The opposite of me. So you're not. I, I wasn't you're, a Ron Hextall. You're not the guy that comes out and tries to crush me into the boards if I get anywhere right. anywhere near the. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, that's good. It's yeah. a good time. <laughs> so let me ask you this: Now, when you play forward, do you, do you use some of your like goalie skills? Uh, you know, on, on more of like a defensive role, or do you not just try to? You're just trying to get away from goalie. Oh yeah, I have done that um, for sure. Like, uh, <laughs> say it's like um, you know the other team has like a two man advantage. And uh, like I'll, I'll do you know, like a kick save or a glove save, which I have done, and it's, it hurts like hell. <laughs> There's yeah. no padding. A lot, right. lot less padding. Yeah, I like to get yeah. in front of the shots too. Jeremy hates it, and uh, I put a little D in front of him. He's, he's always yelling at me to get out of the way, but for whatever reason, I I just can't do it, man. I I like blocking shots, and yeah, it hurts sometimes, man. Especially taking on some of the areas where you don't have any pads. <laughs> oh man, right. right. All it, right. Tom's pride gets hurt a lot more because he tips pucks into the net usually. I haven't done that in a while, man. And it's been saying that now, I'll probably tip three of them tomorrow. <laughs> L- lucky me. <laughs> All right, so Jeremy, you're up, buddy. Yeah. So now the the beer league you're in now. Have you moved from that original beer league? 
Oh yeah. I mean, I was, um, what, I guess I've been back in hockey now for like six or seven years. Um, and at the time, uh, well, for one, when I started, I was single and, uh, I, even though, um, like I said, I lived in this town of Deep Creek, Maryland. So, um, the closest rink was 45 minutes West of me, but then I also played in Lazy in Pittsburgh, which is like two hours away. Jesus. Um, so I, yeah, so, so there was a place like North of Pittsburgh. I would literally drive two hours to the game and two hours home after the game. Um, <laughs> So I, at, at, there was a time when I was in maybe five or six different leagues in and around Pittsburgh. Uh, but now just down to one and um, uh, just playing maybe twice a month, three times a month. Um, and then I like to get them in pickups too, um, you know, when they're around. I always think, you know, pickups are, um, you know, much better work. You get a lot more hockey in. Yeah, I agree with you. You're not as like, for me, I'm not, not as nervous. So uh, I, I'll, I'll try to skate a little bit more. So, all right. I, I want to hear about the, the team, the actual league team that you play on. I want to hear about some of the, uh, the guys, the beauties, the, the guys that run it. And uh, just tell me, tell me about some of the characters. Yeah, the team, uh, the team I'm in right now, I've been on for maybe three or four years. Uh, they're called the Warriors. Um, and um, really good group of guys. Uh, there's a couple older guys my age, a couple guys older than me, but uh, mainly I would say like early 30s, late 20s. Um, I think it's like considered like a C major league. So um, we have a couple really good um, scorers and then a couple kind of like, you know, just role player guys. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we won the championship last session. Okay. Um, but it's, uh, you know, Maybe there's like five teams in the division, yeah. so um, take it with a grain of salt. But um, yeah, a really good group of guys, and um, enjoy playing with them. Who, who's the glue guy that keeps it all together? And then who's the guy that operates the music? If you guys do the uh, the speaker, <laughs> I always want to hear about that guy. That's funny. Yeah, we don't have we don't have music in this on this team. Although a prior team always did. Uh, the glue guy was just our captain. It's a really well 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 run team, and he kind of manages the the group Facebook and, you know, gets everybody um, who's in, who's out. That's that sort of thing. He's, he's my age as well. So he's kind of, he's a good captain. What are the uh, drop-ins that you're hitting up? Do you just show up one day at the rink, throw some money in? How do they, how do they run that? Well, again, I, before I got married and I was in a, I was in any of them. Um, but now um, they're actually, the pen just opened a new rink here close to where I live. I live like downtown. And so most rinks are like 20 or 30 minutes away, but the pens open this a rink in an armory, um, like 10 minutes for me, which was super convenient. And I was in a pickup there a couple weeks ago. Um, there's also a couple, I think it's done for the year. Um, now that a couple outdoor rinks in North and South park, uh, here in Pittsburgh that are really fun to play and play outdoors during, you know, during the winter. Um, but yeah, there's pretty much every rink has a pickup at some point. Um, uh, you know, I don't know. It, do you guys in Florida is most of your ice time super late at night? Um, yeah. That, well, I mean, so we have. I was playing in one drop in that was like at a seven o'clock, and then there was eight thirty, and then usually the latest about nine fifteen or nine forty five. I, I would think. I mean, I've I've heard the horror stories like eleven and twelve at night, which I would I just couldn't do. No. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that's the league I'm in now. Most of our games are like ten fifty. 11, oh, 10, 30. That's, yeah. that's, that's brutal. brutal. <laughs> I, remember, I remember a long time ago we had a 
this is probably like a 10:30 or 10:45 game. We had yeah. we, that was when we had six teams and we had three games and one, you know, the nine, ten, and eleven. It was like that sucked. Now I will say I was younger, you know, probably in my early 30s, so I could handle it. But now I I, I would not be able to. Do it. <laughs> Just couldn't couldn't do it's that. It's funny so. that it's both extremes, right? If 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 you're a kid, you you got to play at 6 a.m. If you're a, uh, an adult, you got to play at 11 p.m. Yeah, unless you're in the NHL, then you get to play at seven, which <laughs> would be nice. Yeah, I keep I keep I keep the phone on during uh during the draft. You never but, know. Uh, it just it never it never rings. Um, so all right, we told some stories last last week about the you know during the uh, the Yarmir Yager episode. Like one of my I had a friend of mine that I worked with that was from Pittsburgh. So. What is the origin of the term yins? Like, what what does that mean? What, where does that come from? Well, I'll start out with, I don't say it myself. But uh, <laughs> I think, I always think, um, you know, Pittsburgh, if you hear um, Pittsburgh, like Baltimore, Chicago, it's almost kind of like a lazy dialect where they uh, don't pronounce like consonants, like down there instead of down there. Um, so I think yins, was just kind of a lazy uh, way because, you know, the plural of you, maybe <laughs> to some people, <laughs> doesn't really make sense. You know, how could one word be singular and plural? So uh, I think that's how it came about. What are some other Pittsburgh-isms? Like what, what, what is uh, something that we wouldn't know that, that everybody from Pittsburgh would know that, that uh, would make us crack up? Oh, man, that's a good, that's a good one. Um, yeah, like I said, mostly it's it's just the mispronunciation of words, like you know, Pittsburgh Steelers or Stillers. Stillers. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where, what's like the go-to um, restaurant, like the the most famous restaurant that all the locals would go to? Then tell us about wow, it. Wow, that's a great question. It's you know, it's funny because Pittsburgh uh, made this very successful transition from you know an industrial steel mills uh, town, you know, during the seventies and eighties, and now. It's very much a, a tech uh, city, a tech hub. Um, and because of that, it's brought in all kind of international uh, restaurants that have just popped up the last three or four, five years. Um, so I wouldn't say there's like a go-to restaurant in Pittsburgh, but there's maybe 10 or 12 like must go, you know, ones you definitely have to go to, whether it's like Italian or seafood or something like that. Um, we live very close to this place called Dianoia's, which is, uh, I think it's nationally renowned as a, an Italian restaurant. Um, I would say that's probably the best. Okay. I mean, like now on the blue collar side of it, like are they famous for like barbecue or, or is there anything like well, that? Have you guys heard of Permanis? Uh-uh. Um, but okay. Most people, when they think Pittsburgh, it's Permanis. We actually live, I don't know, 500 yards from the original Permanis. Um, and they're kind of famous for putting French fries on sandwiches. That's what uh, I'm talking about. Uh, per- yeah. Exactly. Describe the what Permanis was. I imagine is it still around? Yeah, it's still around. In fact, I think they, you know, are in different states now, but it originated here. Um, actually, had really good pizzas as well. But yeah, they were. That's kind of their their famous thing is like putting everything you could think of on the sandwich. In fact, we went to um, the Rolling Stones in October when they were here, and Mick Jagger said that he had a Permanis sandwich earlier in the day. <laughs> ah, all right, then. That sounds delicious. All right, Jeremy, you're up. Let's start getting into the professional. Yeah, so uh, you, we talked about at the beginning of the show that you are responsible for a pretty cool app, so talk to us a little bit about how you got in the programming and then what you've come up with. Yeah, um, well, like I said, I started I, – I, I've been an iOS developer since about the time I played hockey. Um, I taught myself and just as a hobby, like 
you know, there's things I wanted to do with my iPhone at the time that I couldn't and um, just had some ideas and um, build a number of different apps that like nobody ever heard of. Um, I still to this day have the only Twilight Zone theme um, game for iOS on the planet. But uh, nobody, nobody's ever downloaded. But um, and a couple weather apps because I was into the weather. Um, but uh, I, I think uh, I was at a rink and I was playing, and uh, my buddy next to me, I, I noticed he was like starting a workout on his watch. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool. You're, you, you know, he, he like used the Apple Fitness app to start a hockey workout." I was like, "That's a good idea. I like to see how many calories you burn." So I did the same thing. And, you know, the Apple fitness app is kind of generic. It doesn't do anything like hockey specific. So I think after the game, I looked at it and it like told me my max heart rate and, um, uh, you know, calories, just how long, it, how long the, the workout was. And, you know, being an iOS developer and I had gotten an, an Apple watch, which what came out around 2015, I think I got one of the first ones. Um, I, I had played around um, with some other apps and I thought maybe I could do something better. So uh, I think the first thing I did was I posted on Reddit, the hockey um, hockey player Reddit, and just asked like, is anybody, would anybody be interested in like a hockey specific app? And um, a lot of people were, a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of enthusiasm, um, a lot of even good ideas. I think somebody on that Reddit thread was like, Hey, if you could track shifts, how long your shifts are, that would be really cool. Um, yeah. So, so the, that the captain can crack on you for when you, when you're, you're, you're out there working that three minute shift. <laughs> but that there's probably like a hundred, uh, people came out of that Reddit thread and became my group of beta testers. And I think, um, I started it in October of 2017 and then launched it in January of 2018. Um, and at first it was just kind of very bones, bare bones. It's not like it is now didn't have as much, um, going on, but I did have that shift tracking in there, um, with the first iteration of it. And, um, and, um, yeah, just, you know, got popular and, um, it's still to this day, you know, the only hockey specific app for Apple watch and iPhone. So let me ask you this, how does that shift tracker thing work? Well, it's just, it's looking at your inactivity and which is so funny because uh, I, I tested it myself, even when I wasn't, um, you know, on the ice rink, when I was in my house, you know, I'd like, I'd run around and then I'd sit on the couch with my hockey stick and with like a Gatorade bottle. And I would make sure that even if I drank Gatorade or like got up and like, you know, wave my hand or something like that, it wouldn't like trigger to have to think I was back on the ice. So it took a while to dial it in, but but basically, yeah, it's just if you're, you know, if you if you're if you haven't moved for a period of time, then it's like, oh, you're on the bench. And then when you start moving again, um, then you know, you know you're on the ice. And that's why I get some support questions sometimes and um people want to know how to dial it in like perfectly. Like one of the things to try to do is only start it right before the puck drops, because otherwise, you know, you're gonna have your warm-ups uh in, in there as in your shift data. And then another thing is if there's like an injury or if you have, you clean the ice between periods or something like that to, um, um, you know, pause it because the app has a pause feature. That's cool. So Sorry, like, uh, AirPod, AirPod just slipped out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I, I was just going to crack a joke on me. So, uh, yeah, I mean, how would it be able to differentiate, talk, you know, differentiate taco Tom for being on the ice and off the ice? Cause, 
I tend to stand around a little bit. He does. <laughs> Just a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's going to be more accurate for uh, you guys who actually skate. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> so it's a subscription app. So I would go to the app store, download the app, and then do I pay a monthly fee? How does it work? Yeah, there's uh, it has a light for it has a light mode. Um, so if if you download the watch app, you you pretty much get almost full functionality, except for maybe um, I think uh, VO2 max on the watch. Um, so you can you can use it and see everything, but to see the the deep dive into your historical data and the charts and the graphs and stuff like that um, on the iPhone, it is a subscription and it's a uh, four dollars a month or um, twenty five dollars a year, which you know, like I always say. As, as you guys know, how much we spend on hockey per year, it's a drop in the bucket. So, so are, are you noticing people are trying to use it to um, maybe like track progress? Like they can say, oh, I was, uh, you know, I, I, does, it, does it track like your actual speed during a shift, like your, your fastest speed, that kind of thing? It does. And, you know, I mean, the thing you have to remember is we're trying to track speed from your watch, right. which, you know, it's not, it's not going to be as accurate as some of the, you know, the leagues that have like, you know, cameras in the rink and stuff like that. Um, so that's why I always say, you know, don't pay as much attention to max speed, but there's, um, it also tracks your average speed burst, okay. um, which kind of, you know, um, wipes out the, um, uh, the noise of, because uh, sometimes you might have just one spike and you could see it on your speed chart that's higher than everything else. And you could tell it's, you know, maybe that was some, an anomaly. But if you look at average bursts, that's a better indicator, you know, from game to game if you're getting faster. That's, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> I've looked at uh, Craig MacArthur, uh, one of the docs plays with us, has the app. So when I told him that we were reaching out to you, he showed me some of the stuff on it. So it's pretty cool. I don't have Apple though. So is there That's yeah, that was coming one of, in the future to Android or I get that question all the time. Um it's you know, I'm an Apple developer. I'm, I'm an Apple user, you know, I have a Mac, iPhone, Apple Watch. So I like developing, you know, my own apps and then that's what, you know, I kind of developing for myself and then releasing to everybody. Um I don't really have any plans to go uh to Android. Um although I do get that question a lot. I always tell tell friends you know, it would be a lot easier for you to pick up like a refurbished Apple Watch than it would be for me to learn an entirely new language and shift, <laughs> <laughs> shift the app. So, um, but it is a standalone watch app. So even if you do have like an Android phone and you just want like the, you know, the in-game experience, um, you know, the app will run on the watch by itself. Oh, okay. So, all right. So can you, will it not work then with like the Fitbit thing that you have to do it through an Apple Watch? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, it has to be an Apple Watch. Okay. Um, and then is it, is it the same app that would be on your phone? Can you track your stats on your phone or do you have to track the stats on the actual watch itself? Sure. So uh, there's a lot of features on the watch itself. Like there's a um, haptic shift timer. So you could set up like, oh, I, I don't want my shifts to be over two minutes, say, for beer league. And it'll like ping you on the wrist when that two minutes is up. Nice. Um, so there's a lot of features on the watch. Um but uh, like I said, the 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 iPhone is more for like reviewing your after data game after game data, um, and then there's uh, an insight section so you can kind of see like you know where's my speed or heart rate, how does it you know look over the past you know several games or over the course of you know the past year. 
Okay, um, I was. I apologize, Jeremy. I, I I had a bunch of my our guys who um yeah. who use it, and I tried to reach out to them. So let me let me see what Craig said. He said, "Oh, first of all, they all love the app. They they say thank thank you for 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 doing it." He said he liked the calculation of speed and calories, and of course, would you like would like to see an Android version? <laughs> so, <is laughs> yeah, <it right>. <laughs> <laughs> no chance that there's an Android version, or or no chance in hell. Tom. No chance. Okay. And then uh, Jeff Boyd said he he actually really liked it, liked the app. So our next thing is like, all right, so what is some of the feedback that you get from? Uh, do you still do the Reddit thing and get feedback, or do you get feedback through the uh, through the app itself, or, or what what are what are some of the comments? You know, either positive or negative. Yeah, you hear I hear new feature requests once in a while. Um, um, a lot of you know just customer support issues. Um, half of that sometimes because the apple watch is fairly new you know people just don't understand how the apple watch works or there there is like an actual like hardware issue or something with their apple watch um but yeah here you know a lot of people just like to reach out and just you know like you guys said um thank me for developing it or tell me you know i there's this one guy on instagram he said something like thank you so much for hockey tracker i think he's in brazil because he said my country just called and said i get to play for my my country's team (laughs) Um, or something like that. So, you know, it's, it's awesome to hear stuff like that. And, um, a lot of people have told me too, like they use hockey for, you know, weight loss or something like that. And hockey trackers really help them, you know, to uh, dial that in. One of my favorite features is, is, uh, it's, it's an effort score, which, um, is, it's a score based on your heart. Um, and it's personalized to you. So whatever, like your max heart rate is and whatever your, your five heart rate zones are, how much, um, time you spend in those zones so if you spend like you know your almost the entire game in your max heart rate zone then your effort score will be really high and um that's a really good metric too to like compare you know to game to game how hard you worked so if you tuned it up for beer league you could uh say if i put the maximum effort out there it should relate to how many beer i can have in the parking lot afterwards right I think that exact feature request, yes. Yeah, several people have said that. Yeah, effort should be like, you know, 12 beers. This is a 12-beer game. <laughs> I, try, I try to keep the app kind of on the serious kind of athlete yeah. level and, yeah. and not make it, you know, kind of too um, I was know, just fun or anything for, like that. I was that. going for the yeah, yeah. <laughs> So this is the time I want you to, like, kind of sell it. So why should I do this app? What what benefits? What 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 is it? Uh, like where is it targeted at? But why me? Why would I do? Why would I get into this? Well, sure. I think just like myself. I mean, I like uh, this app. Like some everything else I've ever built, I just I built for my myself because I was not you know satisfied with the Apple Fitness app because it just didn't give me enough data. So um, um, it's just such a window I think into you know how your body's working during hockey. Um, the the other thing too is the app's kind of a, a stat tracker as well. Even on the watch or on the iPhone, you know, you could um, add how many goals you scored, you know, assist points, um, team names, team scores. So it's, it works as kind of a game log as well. There's a note section where you know you write like you know scored game winning goal in a breakaway or something like that to remember it. Um, so it's just kind of it, that's what in its in its state right now. It's kind of mostly fitness. Um, related, but kind of a, just a log of your of your hockey career. And where are you planning to take it going forward? Is there more development you're going into? Yeah, because we're in uh, the past couple of years. Now it's become well, not not during the pandemic, the year before that, 
Um, because it's more popular, I try not to add any like huge changes during hockey season. Um, so probably before next fall, I'll put out a, a big release. One of the things I want, I definitely want to work on is uh, I, one of the most common issues I hear is people uh, forgot to end their workout and then drove home and then their speed was, you know, 80 miles an hour. So, um, it is part of the police tracking. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that all the time, um, which I do tell people something I do myself is like elbow pads. Every time I put my elbow pads on, I start a workout. Every time I take them off, I stop the workout and oh. it's just become muscle memory for me. But um, if you still have that issue, that's something I definitely want to add as a, a trim feature to the workout. Yeah, maybe, I mean, I'm, I'm just spitballing here, but and use GPS location for, for where the, uh, you could tie in like, hey, the watch knows that you're in the rink when you're at this location. And as soon as you get away from it, it would automatically shut down because you're, you're, you're I'm just, I don't know. Yeah, if that's I something thought that, about something like that. But I think, I think, you know, there's probably issues. Some, I remember some rinks I, I played at were like, so in the woods, that, uh, uh, GPS wasn't that great. But uh, I think just like being able to trim the workout would be kind of the most efficient way. Right to attack the issue. In this other app that I have called Athletic, um, I just added that. So I'm hoping that, like I said, to bring that to Hockey Tracker as well. Well, that's that's our next question. So talk to us about some of the, uh, the this other app or, or other apps that you are are doing and what you know who they be targeted for, what they do, that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, after I wrote Hockey Tracker and released it, I, I heard from some people, "Hey, why don't you do something for for soccer?" Because there really wasn't much out there. Um, so I have an app called Soccer Tracker that's very similar to Hockey Tracker, but, you know, optimized for soccer. Um, and then the big thing that happened was the pandemic, uh, especially in Canada, where, uh, you know, there wasn't hockey for like a year, over a year, um, which, you know, obviously really impacted Hockey Tracker sales and downloads. And um, I did add a dry land mode to Hockey Tracker during the pandemic for, you know, guys who were just kind of, you know, doing stick time work or something like that. But because of that, um, and I had thought about it for a while, I was like, what if I took these concepts that are really popular in Hockey Tracker and just made a general fitness app? Um, one of the big things that I added to Hockey Tracker uh, was this concept of recovery, um, which um, based on your uh, heart rate variability and resting heart rate, um, Hockey Tracker has this feature as well. Like when you wake up in the morning, it'll tell you how ready you are to play today. So um, I built this app, Athletic, which is much more robust and sort of general fitness app that tells you um, the big thing is how recovered you are, but also tracks your exertion during the day. So um, on a scale of zero to 10, how you know much you've exerted your heart um, also shows you your sleep, your calories uh, burned, VO2 um, max, uh, similar effort per workout, similar to hockey tracker. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been working on. It, I released that last January, so it's a little over a year old. And just because of a, a little bit wider demographic, uh, it's become very popular. Um, so I would say like those three apps right now are kind of my, my main three. All right. Without getting in too far in the weeds, I, I'm I'm an engineer, but I, I don't do anything behind the scenes of any kind of a, any kind of program. How does one go about writing an app? I've always been curious, like what kind of language is it? Like how, how do you create an app. I, I have no idea how it even works. Well, I give a lot of credit to Apple because, you know, I'm, I didn't have a computer science degree. Um, I 
you know, messed around with CSS and HTML and JavaScript. And, um, but Apple uh, came out with a new language right when I learned the code called Swift in 2014. And um, it was a very approachable language to a beginner. Um, and then they have um, an app called Xcode, which is what you write um, apps on. So unlike a lot of other, you know, development uh, where you have to, it, it might take you a week to like set up your development environment. You have to download all these different apps. In Apple, you just download one app, you know, you start coding, you can see oh, as you're, you know, as you're typing, you can see your results in the window, you know, you can, you can run it to your phone. Um, so if, if you, if you want to get into coding, I couldn't recommend more, you know, following a Apple's platforms because they just make it so easy and so user-friendly to, to dive in and get started. It's cool. I, I may have to come up with some. <laughs> I, have to, I have to think about it. I, I like to I like to to dabble and, and mess around with it. So we will uh, we'll get into it. So we'll, we'll transition away from uh, from the questioning and we'll get into our, our last uh, few questions. So Jeremy is always up on the first one. Yeah. So first questions: uh, What's in the bag? So everybody's always carrying something goofy in their bag. Tom does a year long tape ball. Uh, we've had some interesting ones across the way, but. Uh, when you're heading to the rink, tell us what's in your bag. Anything weird? <laughs> uh, I could think of, yeah. I, was, um, uh, I will say just because when I started, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to play hockey and I need to get all geared up. So I had these like huge shoulder pads. And uh, but now I just wear one of those kind of like padded shirts because uh, I haven't been hit uh, in, I'd say, a couple of years at this point. <laughs> Fair enough. Um but hey, that reminds me, I forgot to tell my favorite story oh, about the Toledo, Toledo walleye. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. Dang it, that was up there. We just skipped it. I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I, I skipped it during the hockey career part. But um, so, like I said, I, I think I got back on skates on, at 34. Um, so, you know, having played in uh, a couple adult leagues for a few years, obviously the next step is to go pro. So I started uh, Googling where there's a, um, um, uh, you know, who had a, like, a, like a tryout. Because I had heard that there are like some, some public tryouts you could get into. And I found that Toledo Walleye has a public tryout. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to do it. You know, this is my dream. Um, I didn't really think about it that. I, I just thought it would be fun. But uh, I went, so I drove Toledo. And it's like a, it's like a weekend type thing. Um, I think Saturday and Sunday. And the funniest part of it all is like, I think you have like a morning practice. And most of these guys I would say are like just graduated from college or a lot of like um, foreign players looking to get on a team. So it's very high level. Uh, I didn't really belong, <laughs> but, uh, but um, so there's a practice in the morning and then I think there's like lunch and then there's a, a, a five on five game um so driving down toledo the whole time mind you i was a goalie you know from when i was a kid and now i was playing in the beer league so i've never been contacted in hockey you know i never i never was hit other than oh. the, the one time i told you as a goalie oh Jesus. so i kept telling myself okay you need you know you got to keep your head up you know head has to be on a swivel uh you know it's good there's going to be contact and you need to be ready um so what happened? I think it was my my second shift in. Uh, guy sent me a pass, and I looked down, and 
like a six foot six Russian just leveled me. (laughs) And it was such a good hit that it, on the highlights on the Toledo news, this hit made, made the highlights on the the Toledo news that day. Um, It's a concussion. Uh, I didn't get diagnosed or anything, but I'm sure it was because like three days later, I still had the cobwebs. But the funniest part was uh, I got up, went back to the bench, and this guy who was kind of like our de facto captain of the team looked over and he's like, dude, way to take a hit. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> until he made me feel better. Yeah. And um, I will say like the second day we had three on threes and um, I was on the winning team and had like a couple assists. So I kind of held my own, That's but um, yeah, it was a it was a great experience, but it, like a great story came out of it. Yeah, no contract. That's though, eh? that's awesome. What was? Do you remember that yeah, guy's I, name? The, the Russian's name? Nobody. Uh, they, they actually are supposed to send you a video of your games, but I never I never got anything. <laughs> but I heard that nobody, um, you know, nobody at that camp got signed or anything. Which I mean, they're a you know they're a Detroit Red Wing, I think. Um, farm team, so there's probably probably aren't that many you know slots to just pick up something off the street. But uh, it was it was a great experience. I mean, I'm glad they do it. I mean, it's just if you love hockey, I would definitely recommend it. No, that's funny. Uh, Even the locals, you know, they come yeah. and watch. I mean, it was, it was like people in the stands. It was cool. Man, yeah, I might go watch. I ain't. yeah, you do that. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> look at me like, dude. <laughs> You have way too too few hairs, and what hairs you do have are white. And no, we're not we're not gonna pay to have you scraped off the ice. Thank you. <laughs> have a nice day. So, all right. Um, the next one is like you know for beer league when you uh, hopefully not these two hour long ones, but the uh, ones that are closer. What are you bringing in the cooler uh, to to drink on after the uh, after a game of beer league? The question. I'm I'm more of a, a wine drinker than uh, than beer, uh, but I wouldn't drink wine after hockey. <laughs> Uh, so I, I would go with I told you guys I went to Penn State so Yingling is yeah Yingling is always a, always Penn a champ State. down here yeah it'd be my go-to and then the uh, next question let's do uh, you want me to do the bottom one yeah, yeah 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 so top five things that would help people understand the world of the goalie the mi- get into the mind of the goalie what are you thinking back there you know that's funny because like Today, goalies are looked at as weirdos, right? Yeah. But when I was a goalie, I mean, I don't think that like I don't, I don't think that was a thing, you know. Um, I mean, back then it was like, God, growing up it was like Kelly Rudy, like Vernon at Belfour. These guys are so cool. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what why people think goalies are weird now. Um, but help people understand the mind of a goalie. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's super stressful. I, w- I would say that, like, you know, skating out, you know, the worst that could happen, you know, oh, well, you know, a guy got around me and scored a goal. But I mean, being being goalie, like the game, like I said, you, you can control it, like I said earlier, but then it's also, that's a, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of stress. So even I know when I was a kid and we were in like, you know, tournament, the final games of tournaments and stuff like that, I mean, it was, it's a lot, you know, for a, um, a kid to kind of process and you don't want to let your team down. So uh, I would say that's, it's, I mean, it's probably not as big a concern in beer league, but um, that's probably the, the biggest thing about a, a goalie to keep in mind is that they're, uh, you know, under a lot more pressure than you are. Fair enough. Is I that like the it. song for this week? What's that? <laughs> under pressure. 
Ooh, well done, Jeremy. Yes. Good job. That, that's a good that's song, a good too, by the way. All right. Another, so, another Queen reference. Very good. Very good. Very good. So uh, who's the best player that you either played with or against? You know what? I saw I saw you guys ask this question. I, I've been thinking for like a couple of days, and uh, I'm sure maybe as a kid, you know, I played against somebody or something like that, but I, nobody really came to mind. And even these guys, um, you know, I didn't really know anybody, but uh, they're all from like, uh, like Minnesota colleges and played D1 hockey at the Toledo Walleye Camp. I mean, they are amazing players, um, but nobody, nobody I could really think of. One, <laughs> one thing I was telling my wife this story last night. She, she's never heard it. When I was, uh, I would say it was like 11, 12, 11 maybe, um, I got to play in one of the shootouts in between the periods of a Pens game. And uh, 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 I was a big Kelly Rudy fan, so I, I had this like uh, yellow headband going all the way down my back and um so we went out on the ice and it was the penguins against the quebec nordiques and so the quebec nordiques were coming off the ice because the period's over and joe sackett taps me on my pad and to 11 year old gary who thought he's going to be in the nhl i was like oh hey joe nice good to see you i'll, I'll be seeing you like 10 more years you know awesome. <laughs> this is the first time we meet but uh yeah so that i guess that was my my closest uh um, I'm that. I've never been. That, that's pretty good. I think. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah. <laughs> Joe, Joe Sackett, man. He's the one that uh, killed us, by the way, in that that same run to the uh, Cup Finals. But they they, they, they swept us. Up. But anyway, so uh, I think that was my the last yeah, one is yours. So uh, the way we wrap up every show is by uh, you giving us what beer league hockey means to you, and you can take that as superficial or as deep as you want, but. What does the game mean to you? Well, it's funny as it sounds. To me, beer league hockey is work. Because <laughs> I, I went to a game Tuesday night, and I told my wife, I was like, I'm going to work, honey. Because uh, I am. You know, I'm constantly, like, trying a new feature, trying to see, you know, or catch some crash or something like that. So beer league hockey for me is a day in the office. Uh, but just overall, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's you know, it's such a great opportunity to get, you know, the sport we love. And I think a lot of us who played uh, sports, in our youth, it has a huge impact on who we are as people. And, you know, you learn these you know, teamwork skills and stuff like that. And just to have that opportunity to do it as adults is just, you know, incredible. And, you know, the bonds we make and the friendships we have, um, nothing, you know, nothing brings people, I think, more together than playing a sport together. Agreed, man. I, I, that's that's usually what we're we're hearing. It's you know it's the camaraderie and it, it's the ability to you know release release a little stress after work. Like you say, it's work for you another day in the office. I, I like it. So uh, I want to say thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us, Gary. I definitely appreciate it. I want to thank my uh, co-host Jeremy Puckett for doing all the legwork to set it up. So it's pretty cool to have like one of these uh what I call like we're like a professional hockey guy here uh, yeah. who does something something like you know legit we kind of make we make a little bit kind of a fun of it but I will say I absolutely love the sport and I should probably get into uh doing the whole training but I don't have an Apple Watch I'm going to have to go out and and actually it's purchase a, an Apple Watch I mean this do you do any swag for the app do you have like a, a t-shirt or a logo or anything for it I I had had hats made a couple of years ago I'm actually waiting for hats to be made for this other app athletic but like everything else right now, there's supply shortages, I guess, in the, in the hat world. So uh, I'm trying to come out with some new ones. But, um, 
Yeah, if I do, I'll send you guys some. That's yeah, sweet. do that or, or, or like a like a sticker or logo or something like that. We uh, we have a uh, my little podcast where I like to put everything that we've uh, discussed on like a signature or or a sticker. That would be very cool. And uh, oh, we'll sure. we'll ship you a uh, a parking lot uh, a big big sticker you can put on the hockey bag or or window or something like that. Oh, awesome! <laughs> oh, the, awesome! The hockey bag. <laughs> 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 so you can put it right in the middle of your middle of the back of your car, but you're probably like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> we we have a like a running joke. We go downtown and uh, we'll put the stickers on the on the storefronts of some of the businesses, and we're, we always go down there like a week or later or something to see if it's still there. And there's a couple that are still there down yeah. there, Jeremy. Yeah, so, and we haven't been down there. Those rocking ours. No, that's awesome. So again, thank you very much for coming on the show, man. We really appreciate. it. Yeah, sure, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, have a good one. Well, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, um, Kevin Crow is actually funny. He goes, uh, I asked him. I said, Hey, I asked him and and uh, and, and and Jeff and um, oh, I asked here. I'll, I'll, I'll ask Joe. That's uh, what's his name? Uh, my buddy, uh, Craiger. I asked Craig. Who who else you know uses it? He said, I think Joe does, and Kevin and Jeff Boyd and Joe Googs. I asked. Said, so what what do you think of the of the app? He goes, No. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Crow, I said, do you use a hockey tracker app? He goes, yes, kind of. I forget to turn it on sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Boyd, give me a, I said, uh, hey, do you use a hockey tracker app? Yes, sir. So give me a quick review. Any changes you'd like to see? Works great. Can't think of any changes. <laughs> and then MacArthur was funny, too. Let me see if I can get that. The first the question is, uh, I said, uh, hey, Craig's Tom. We're interviewing the hockey tracker app guy today at noon. Let me know if you have, any, have a few questions you would like to ask him. He goes, no questions. Tell him that many of us like the app. I said, come on, Craig, at least one question. If no, if no question, at least give me a sentence or two review. What do you like about it? What would you like to see as an update? And he says, I like the calculation of speed and calories and would like to see the Android app uh, version. So, so uh, uh, I think it's pretty cool, man. I, I, I'm, I'm a little intimidated when it comes to the whole computer thing. Like when I first had to learn how to do the podcast thing, it's, it's, it's a motherfucker. But I will say <laughs> that the podcast apps know that, you know, general regular people who aren't in computer science are probably going to be operating it. So they do a good job of making it easy. So it sounds like, like Apple, in, the, in their infinite wisdom, and they, and they do have it, make it easy so that you yeah. can get that. Because I'm sure that, especially on these subscriptions, I bet you Apple's probably making a little bit, like a tiny bit of a cut on these things, don't you think? I think you'd have to have something to host an app on their platform. I don't. Know. I mean, sure. if, if everybody's paying four dollars a month or twenty five dollars a year, I would think Apple probably gets something. Yeah. So there, there's got to be a, a little bit of a money making. So yeah, it's in their best interest to have as many apps as that are, that are out there. So again, guys, get out there and, and try it out. Again, I finally got rid of, of wearing a watch. I wore a watch for my for for years. I'd always wear it under the under the pads. Yeah. In fact, it's sitting up there in the. Uh, in the um, oh, what's it called? A windowsill. <laughs> Jesus, that's the word for that. A windowsill. Just couldn't remember that. Just, just, just a little too far out there for you to, to get windowsill. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> so, uh, but I will. I'll think about it. And I, is that like you know, um, Kravisky wears that thing yeah. where it's strapped to his chest, which I, I think that's just a heart monitor. Yeah, I think so. But it sounds like you have to have the actual watch yeah. in order to make it work. Yeah, so. to do all the. Uh all the functionality with my luck and and the way I like to like hook and hold and, and piss people off. I might take a fucking <laughs> slash across the wrist and I, I don't know about you, but my Apple iPhone is incredibly expensive. I can only imagine what an Apple watch costs. 
Yeah, it's probably like, get the refurbished. Like he said, you can go get them and they're the old ones and they refurb them out. How, how much do you think? For a refurb? Uh, 50 bucks. Really? Yeah. For 50 bucks, I might, I might think about it. But if I'm going to have to buy a brand new one at three or $400, I'm yeah, like, no, I, don't. I ain't down with that. <laughs> I got other things I need to spend on. <laughs> so uh, I got nothing else unless you do. But uh, I know that you're gearing up and getting ready to go for this, uh, for the uh, the walk around town on yeah. the Edison pageant of light. Parading it up. It's going to be a good time. Are you excited about it? Always. Are you going to get geeked up a little bit for hockey? Are you going to wake up and, and feel your pulse and see if you're ready, ready to play? Uh, maybe. I will say this, man. Once I've hit that fucking snooze bar, I tell you, if you put the damn hockey tracker app near the snooze bar, <laughs> I would not be ready to play because <laughs> <laughs> I hit that fucking thing a, a lot. So, uh, all right, man. Uh, so, uh, you good? Yep. I'm good. I want no scrub. So, uh, peace out, bitches. Aim for the bushes. Tom's a bitch. Tiger, tiger, burning bright. 100 seconds to midnight. As this town is shutting down, we got a first-class ticket to crazy town. Little unsettled, I'm a little disturbed. Common decency gets cooked to the curb. There's a Jesuit working for a circus clown. And he's the patron saint of crazy town. Crazy town, USA. I'm just sitting here inside all day. Crazy town, I'm getting the blues. I'm drinking from a fire hose of bad news. It's four in the morning. I got the chills, feels like I downed a bottle of crazy pills. The streets are empty, everything is shut down. We're on a runaway train to crazy town. Crazy town, USA. I'm climbing up the walls all day. Crazy town, I'm getting the blues. Been drinking from a fire hose of bad news.